This week in TCGs, number five. Got about eight things to address. Let's do it. First of all, we have Yu-Gi-Oh! is releasing the Legendary Collection 25th Anniversary Edition Collector Set. Coming in April 19th or the 21st for a mere $31. As opposed to Magic 30, 30th edition, 30, 30th anniversary, which was a whopping $1,000. That people just could not stand. Alright, the very first Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game Legendary Collection is reborn as the 25th Anniversary Collection. And it will contain 6 booster packs and 6 ultra cards. Including special variant cards of some of the most famous monsters from the original anime series. I think these are from the first 3 sets, I believe. Alright, so what it contains exactly is 1 pack of the Legend of the Blue-Eyes White Dragon, first set. 1 pack of Metal Raiders, 1 pack of Spell Ruler, 1 pack of... Pharaoh's Servant, one pack of Dark Crisis, one pack of Invasion of Chaos, one Ultra Rare Obelisk the Tormentor, one Ultra Rare Slifer the Sky Dragon, one Ultra Rare Green Dragon of Raw, one Blue Eyes White Dragon, one Ultra Rare Dark Magician, one Ultra Rare Red Eyes Black Dragon, and one Quarter Century Secret Rare version of one of the six aforementioned cards. Right, that is Yu-Gi-Oh! And then on to... This winter super drop 2023 secret lair MTG. Uh, we have Draw Your Hand, which is some funky poster art. Uh, we got Brana, I don't even know that card. Uh, we got Deafening Silence, some kind of enchantment. We have Counterbalance, an enchantment, and Eldrazi Conscription. So that looks pretty high value, 35, 55, 65, about 75, which I'm sure costs about $30. Sounds like a no-brainer. We got snakes with a bunch of S's, hence the name. Right, we got a Hex Drinker, something I always wanted. I don't know if I even have it in one of my decks. I haven't played it in a while, but uh, level up, level, level, level cards, kind of like Codex card time strategy. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's 10 bucks. Then, then we got Lotus Cobra. Sashiro the Anointed, I think that must be from Kamigawa, uh, Stone Coil Serpent, and Ice Fang Quattle. Looks to be about $40 value right there, maybe. Okay, we got the 90s Binder Experience. Giving very much Lisa Frank, Crested Samir, Rin, and Siri the Inseparable, Dog and Cat. Yeah, we got uh, Alms Collector, Gore Claw Terror of the Qual Sisma. I think they premiered in Dominaria and Exotic Orchard. Looks to be about $20, $50, $60, dollars $80 in value again. Sure to cost about $30. We got City Styles looking like Kamigawa again. $30, $40, $50, $60 in value there. $30, $40, $50, $60, $70 in value there. Uh, we got some legendary creatures and artifacts. We got Artist Series Sam Burley. With Karthus, Tyrant of Jund, and a Planeswalker. Let's read that Karthus since I play Dragons. Uh, seven Drop, Jund, uh, Flying in Haste. When Karthus, Tyrant of Jund, enters the battlefield, gain control of all dragons, then untap all dragons. Would suck running against that with my Dragon decks. And, and other dragon creatures you control have haste. That's wild. And then Showcase All will be one. Doesn't have the value there, but. A lot of Phyrexian cards, and then we got 
Phyrexian faves, in Phyrexian language, no value presented. Right, moving along, we got Flesh and Blood, the Bandit Suspended List. Bands are here, so I'll present you with the changes proposed to the game and what to expect in the future of the classic constructed format. Rafael DeMalo, Joey Sticks, and Tabitha Marquez. Alright, so what was banned? Belittle and Winter's Well. And what is suspended until Icelander Stormbind becomes a living legend is the Amulet of Ice and, and Hypothermia. Alright, so Crown of Seeds did not get banned, but they're still thinking about it. I don't want to fully nerf Odom, I guess. Alright, so analyzing the bands and what to expect. After the official bands explanation, I leave here my analysis of them and what to expect from this format from now on. Oldham Gan Grandfather of Eternity Grandfather of Eternity was today's biggest loser. Besides losing his signature weapon, the hero also loses an important control tool. We'll be able to see then more aggressive versions of this hero come up, which is more focused on guardian attack, something like Bravo Shortstopper does, with some sort of control once there are tools like Blizzard. We can also expect lists in which the hero uses more Earth-type cards. Yeah. Okay, Hypothermia was also problematic in Blitz, so seeing it banned here is no surprise. What really surprised me is Amulet of Ice Band, but when analyzing it properly, it makes sense when its value is extracted out of Aether Ice Vein 3, followed by its ability. Any version of this hero is affected by the list of bands, but the presence of cards such as Channel Lake Frigid still makes her extremely strong and excellent control deck. Belittle, I didn't expect Belittle's band, certainly the five Rising Rebellion decks would get a ban, but this band not only weakens the hero, which is who gets the most value of the most value out of this card, it, it also weakens several decks such as Viserai and Katsu. Um, and Azalea is in a good position now, but with controls being weakened and the new cards that are to come out with Outsiders, it has everything to be the current Spotlight hero. So, good time to go into Azalea, I guess. I guess Azalea Cult. Alright, the next version of the band in Suspended was set to March 20th. It was also stressed that Briar, Warden of Thorns, or any other hero gets the necessary points to become Living Legend until January 30th. From February onwards, it will have the status and will no longer be valid in Classic Constructed along with Rosetta Thorn. Alright, a lot of shaking up going on. Alright, on to Force of Will, The War of the Suns. Coming out February 17th, pre-release and the 24th for release. Alright, so what what I need to hit on right here is that this seems to be the first major card game that is leaning into using the AI art. First card looks like that it's using, I mean, I would figure this is probably somewhere around 100 cards set. I don't know how many are going to be AI art, but first card looks to be Locust from Paradise. Zero drop, white. Flying, destroy target resonator with total cost 2 or less, put 2 plus 1 plus 1's on this card, play this ability only if this card has famine, and I believe that's a new keyword to force a will, famine, 4-4 four, four right there, not bad for some AI art, I must say, and to some hand drawing, force a will art, yeah looks like force a will art isn't exactly what it used to be, but not bad or nothing. But it does still have some of that beautiful Force of Will art that I love with Replicant Animal. This looks something like a Planeswalker, which it is a Resonator, not a Ruler. Right? And then we have 
speaking more on that famine keyword, we got Ar uh, Artemis Chrono Gear, which is a J ruler. This card enters the field with two plus one plus one counters on it. J raises with no plus one plus one counters on them get famine. Whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are put on J slash raises with famine you control, recover it. So you get to ready stuff that you control without any plus one plus ones on it. Sounds pretty good. That's a stack and a stack right there. And that's the J ruled side. Um, I still don't really get this, but I think this is the non-ruler side, but it's a chant contract. Summon the Wolf of Famine. Uh, you may remove a total of four plus one plus one counters from entities you control rather than pay this card's cost. Put target light non-magic stone non-chant card with total cost two or less from your graveyard into the field. If you control three or four, three or more magic stones, you can contract this card with Actor Dre, Save Your Child. I don't get it, but I think that's the unruled side of that J-Ruler. And we got Mermaids back. Takes me back to the days of playing my Shayla deck. I love that Shayla deck. With he which had uh, rain and thunder effects. I love it. And then it had hidden hidden text on it that you unlocked in another card. It was so cool. Maybe love Force of Will. Alright, but uh, Serenade, Veer, Tragic Diva. So it has Partner, 2, Sunchild. So partner with like magic sounds like you may start the game with this ruler up in two Sunchild rulers with bind. They don't share a name. Put them into your ruler area. This card gains X instances of melody where X is the number of music chants with different names you played this term. J rulers can have multiple instances of melody. So where Shayla had rain and thunderstorm, uh, Serenade Vera Tragic Diva has melody in music chants or whatnot. Loop. Alright, um, yeah, so something else with uh, Bond, God's Art, Prelude to Rain, Spin This Wheel Only to Play Music Tense, cool snake card, taking it back to Magic, and then I believe this is this, this might be the ruled side of that Mermaid J Roller, but it has Flying, Swiftness, Drain, Eternal, and Barrier, and Melody, whole bunch of stuff going on, 7 7. Read it if you wish. Alright. On from Force of Will, let's check out what's going on with Bushy Roll. They got some Vanguard news, and let's check out this Weiss news, though. Stay tuned to the end. A quick reminder that the quintessential Quintuplets movie booster pack will be released in a few months' time. Anyone looking to strengthen their quintessential Quintuplets decks should be on standby for June 2nd. Oh my cabbages! Just two weeks after that, on June 16th, you'll be able to become a master of the elements with the English edition original title, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Fans of players can rejoice as we'll be starlight again with booster pack reduced starlight relight. The cards found in this booster pack are based on the mobile game of the same title and will be released in summer. That time I got reincarnated as a slide is also getting a new booster based on the second season of the anime series. Stay tuned for more information. That's pretty popular. Right popular mobile game title as a lane joined the Japanese edition of Fight Force. We're happy to announce that it will be selling in the English edition as well. Please stay tuned for more updates. Head towards a shining future with your favorite talents once again in Booster Pack Hollow Life Production Volume 2. More information will be released very soon, so stay tuned for an update. The popular comedy series Spy Family will also be coming to the English edition of Fight Force. You can build a deck filled with your favorite characters, including the elusive Twilight, the cool beauty Bomb Princess, and Starlight Anya. Only be all of them under one deck as the Forger Family, release date to be announced. This last title that we're announcing today is an English edition original title. Our gears are always turning as we strive to bring you exciting titles for English originals, and we hope that this is no exception. Here's a commercial video for all you lucky attendees. Here comes Daredevil in... Indeed, I'm a long-time fan of the Duty Gear franchise myself, so I'm more than thrilled to be able to announce that Duty Gear Strive will be taking to the stage of Vice Shots. A shout-out to our licensing and development team as they really put in a lot of work to make English original titles happen. So if Alright, so Guilty Gear is coming to White Shorts. Pretty popular 
fighting game franchise. Used to play it, I think, back on PS2, I believe. Haven't really touched it in a long, long time. All right, so that so that's Weiss. Okay, we got, and then on to the indie TCGs. We have first up, Personal Conquests. Right. Uh, let's read the. Okay, so they got 25 days to go. Trying to get a 25k goal. Okay. Um, the, the lore. You are the leader of a criminal organization filled with drug lords, the mafia, dirty politicians, celebrities, and the entertainment industry. Every group is a part of a secret society plotting to take each other out. Very little is known, but the only hit, hint that some have is that most of the hits are coming from a mansion hidden in the woods. Something like Professor X's secret society of mutant students. I don't know. All right. Um. Yeah, this thing is going stupid. All right. Um. Yeah. So there goes the some of this art. Nice watercolor Metazoo type art. Ooh la la. I like. All right. Then we got some mafia stuff going on. All all kinds of craziness going on with these cards. All right, you get my drifts. All right, so the uncommons are some kind of bondage whip. We got the rares as lipstick kiss, and then no kind of rarity symbol on the commons. We got cards like items like vodka, shake it not stirred. We got weapons. We got life cards. We got some more ooh la la. All right, so how to play? All right, so the game is played with pretty much a commander of your main character. Whenever they die, you can get your life cards hit up really easily. But uh, there's a 70 cards t total that you'll have, but only 40 playable cards. You'll have a 20-card life deck. You'll have your commander on the field. And then you want sequencing weapons to do attacks. Lands protect your entourage. So lands are played in front of your entourage, which is your creatures. Uh, the main focus of the game is to always be attacking. All entourage have one life, but lands can buff them up to have plus one life, plus two life, plus three life. That's that plus one card we saw, minus one, stuff like that. What is life? All right. Um. All, and, and yeah, so pretty much you're just trying to always be attacking, protect your main character, and like, you know, be attacking. You've got to have the right, you've got to have a certain amount of weapons equipped to your main character in order to attack with them but something like that so that's how that's how this goes and it's all detailed right here right Star Wars the art given very much uh, given very much I want to play the pretty much given very much uh, soap opera vibes right here alright let's check out this impound chaos they've got Seven days ago, with a $10,000 goal, they're only a mere $475 away. Let's get them there. And, uh, yeah, let's check their video out. How to play. 52 card game presented by Impound Comics. Just as a disclaimer, the cards in this video are not actually from the official Impound Chaos games. They are just prototype cards that we printed out our local printer. Here are the rules of the breakdown of playing Impound Chaos. The purpose of Impound Chaos is to add up all your points from all three cards and a dice roll. Whoever adds up to the highest number wins the round. The winner of Impound Chaos is simple. Whoever runs out of cards first loses. Your deck will come with 10 champion cards, 10 ability cards, 30 power cards, and 2 chaos cards. And this shows the breakdown of how each round should look. One champion, one ability, and one power card. First, let's go over the classes of the character. We have the casters, shadow class, rhythm class, 
Melee class and steroid X users. First, let's break down the champion cards and what they entail. The top right corner will show the class of this character. Bottom left, we see what class this character is strong against. Below that, we see what class this character is weak against. When you first drop your champion card, you need to check if your opponent is weak against you or if you're weak against your opponent. In this case, we see that they're strong against Rivium users. If the opponent is a Rivium user, you get a plus one added to this card. If the opponent is a caster, you get a negative one onto your total score. The wording on this card is just a general information of what I just told you, along with the name of the character at the top. These are the ability cards. The ability cards will let you know what attack you're doing and what power card helps aid this attack. But be careful, the ability card can also be a negative and impact your champion. You see that there are three ability card. There's a plus one plus power if you're facing either of these two classes below it. The plus one would mean you add on one more point along with the power number is. In the middle, there's just a plus power against these two classes, and the last one is a negative. Whatever your power card will be is going to hit you instead of your opponent. Next, let's get into the power cards. The power cards are very simple. Whatever number is on the card will show how hard you're hitting. That's it. As far as the chaos card goes, it's even simpler. If someone is to flip a chaos card, you just do a dice roll attack against each other. Whoever rolls a seven automatically loses. If you guys roll a tie, you have to roll again until someone gets a higher number. Now let's actually play around. To begin around, both players must pick up three cards that they don't reveal. You hold on to these cards for later in the round. Then you start flipping. You start at the top of the deck, and you have to get a champion card first to be able to move on to the ability card. Once you have an ability card, you can then move on to the power card. In this case, we got an impound champion right out the gate. Now we need to find the ability card. There's our ability card. Now we need a power card. There's our power card. Every other card that was flipped under these cards are either gonna get discarded if you lose this round or they'll go back into your deck. Now let's zoom in and break down this layout. You'll see that impound is strong against shadow users and weak against melee users. Now you go over to your ability card. If your opponent is a Rivium or Shadow user, you also get a plus one. If they're a caster or Rivium user, you just get a plus of whatever your power card is. In this case, that's six. However, if your opponent is a melee user, then you get a negative six in this case. And whatever your total score is, you have to subtract six from it. Now, if you don't like one of your cards, now is the time to replace them with those three cards that you pulled in the beginning. If you do like your cards, just hold on to your three cards for the next round. But the replace has to happen before the dice roll. Now it's time for the dice roll. You add up everything that you've seen on your cards, either it's a positive or negative, plus whatever you rolled in the dice, whoever has the highest number, win this round. Whoever was the winner of the round takes the cards that were on the table, shuffles them, and puts them at the bottom of his deck. If you lost, you have to discard all of your cards. If you lost the last round and you played any of your three cards, you can make sure that you have three cards again in the beginning of this round. If you won, you do not get to pull more cards. Again, the loser of the round can pick from their deck and make sure they have three cards in their hand. If you win, you do not get to pick up any more cards, even if you only have two. Neither of you can have more than three cards in your hand at a time. Now we need to flip again for the next round. We got our champion Sarah. Now we need an ability card. There's our ability card, and as you can see, it's a negative against other shadow users. So for example, let's pretend our opponent is also a shadow user, like Sarah for Ula. Our power card is five. So for the example of this video, since Sarah is facing another shadow user and we have a negative shadow on our ability card, we are going to get impacted by the power card, which is negative five to our total score. Now in a situation like this, you would definitely want to play an ability card or a lower power card if you had it. If not, you just have to accept the blow and hope that the dice roll saves your attack. But you're still going to have to do a negative five to whatever the dice roll is. You're hoping for a high number. And again, the winner of this round gets to shuffle the cards on the table and put them back on his deck. The loser of this round has to put them in the discard pile. And these are the rules on how to play Impound Chaos. To dive deeper into the Impound Universe, go to impoundcomics.com, or you can join our Kickstarter right now for Impound Chaos. Alright, so, yeah, that was Impound Chaos. Did y'all keep up? I did not quite, but I'm sure once you sit down with the game, you'll understand it. Look cool, though. Dice. Alright, and then, finally, last up, we got Dynasty TCG, Operation Rising Phoenix. This one has been out on the scene for a while. Got 23,200. Funded and looking for a 24, 600 gold, 70 backers, 10, 10 days to go. I'm sure they'll get there. Let's get them over there and let's check out their video. How to play Dynasty TCG, time structure. To so begin the game, both you and your opponent shuffle your decks and put them in the deck zone. Playing game with rock, paper, scissors, this decides who goes first. The winner decides to pick whether they'll go first or if they decide to go second. Both you and your opponent will then draw six cards. This is going to be your hand. If you have any cards that you don't like in your hands, you can mulligan the card that you don't want. This is where you shuffle however many cards that you don't like back into your deck, and you redraw the same amount. If one player doesn't mulligan and the opponent does not, the player who has not mulligan gets to draw an extra card. Once this is complete, player one may begin their turn. You have a set amount of 10 resources per turn in which you can perform actions. Once you start, you can shift your turn to player two. Player two's turn has now begun, they are able to draw a card at the beginning of their turn. Once player two has drawn their cards and made their movements, they are able to attack at the end of their turn. Player one is also able to play all the cards and retreat as long as they have the resources to do so. These steps repeat until one of the commander's health reaches zero. Alright, didn't really go into the particulars about the combat, but you see there was a retreat zone and attack zone, look cool. Um, yeah, and what is that? That is something like 20 minutes, I guess. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, folio games, I'll be back in another two weeks for 
this week in TCG's number six V1, some kind of way. All right, like, come subscribe. I'll let your boy later, Gator.